Hey, it's the Fat Boy Show on this beautiful, beautiful Tuesday morning. It is the second day of February 2021. Hope February is treating you well so far. I like the smell of it. Of course, the smell is going to get even sweeter as the days proceed. 12 days to go to the big day, V-Day, Valentine's Day. Hope you're ready. Or are you going to do one of those things people do, which is to send themselves love flowers and chocolates because they ain't got nobody that's going to send them nothing. <laughs> Olive, huh? is, is that your life? Nah, no, 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 no. I don't like pretending. I don't like living a life that is superficial. But so, if you see flowers on my timeline, just know that someone sent me flowers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yourself, right? <laughs> no, come no? on. You mean I'm that bad? Well, uh, anyway, uh, I guess, you know, we just came out of uh, elections as if those weren't uh, stressful enough. Now we got that to deal with. So so someone yeah. is out there counting. Hmm. Whoa. I'm telling you, these are stressful times. I don't know when people will breathe a sigh of relief. It might be much earliest because, man, <laughs> it's crazy out here. So is that why you're wearing red today? Like you're practicing what you wear comforting February. How did you guess? <laughs> <laughs> and black jeans too. And black jeans. Boom. Typical. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah, so don't play, don't play. Uh-huh. But hey, it'll be a long while before we get a sigh of relief from the COVID crisis. Oh yeah, that one's going nowhere. So we've been excited about news regarding a vaccine and the rollout and all that. We've talked about it a little bit. But now we've been now we're able to see how the vaccines are helping people Mm. or if they are helping people now that they've been rolled out for a while now. So what can we say about the status of the vaccines? Are they working? Are they not? Well, we have Congressman Stephen Lynch, congressman in in the U.S. House of Representatives. He has tested positive for COVID-19 after he received a second dose of the virus vaccine earlier in January. Whoa, what? So he got the second dose of the vaccine in early January. So if you said, oh, maybe he tested positive because maybe he caught the thing yesterday and the vaccine is yet to kick in. Well, he got the vaccine early last month. And uh, the other thing is that you can't test positive if you contracted the virus yesterday. It's ha- it takes about 14 days for it to breed and, you know, for the results to come out positive. So, haha. Well, uh, what do we do here? He received two doses of the Pfizer vaccine prior to the inauguration of uh, President Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. The congressman is now under self-quarantine where he remains asymptomatic and he says he's feeling fine. Meanwhile, there's another Democrat uh, congressman, Representative uh, Lori Trahan, who uh, on Thursday last week announced that she had also tested positive. Okay. now. So anyway... It's weird. According to the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention, they say it is possible for people to test positive after receiving one or both doses of the vaccine. What does that even mean? <laughs> does that? What does it mean? Why should it means, people be testing positive after getting the vaccine? It means exactly what you think it means. It means some people are getting rich off of this. <laughs> if that's what you think it means. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> is it not? But... Uh, So the CDC is insisting that actually it takes a few weeks for the body to build immunity against the virus after vaccination. So that's why it's possible for a person to be infected with the virus that causes COVID-19 
just before or just after the vaccination and still get sick, this is because the vaccine has not had enough time to provide protection. Now, here's the catch. Uh, Previously, they have not really discussed how long the vaccine is supposed to take before it works. There was a story of an 80-year-old man, uh, a famous... uh, American uh, sports legend. He's called Hank Aaron. Mm-hmm. He was a baseball legend. He was called the Hammer. And in fact, the rapper MC Hammer borrowed his nickname mm-hmm. uh, for his uh, rapper uh, alter ego, MC Hammer. But anyway, so um, this Hank Aaron, he was in his 80s. Uh, he had tweeted that, oh, guys, don't fear the vaccine. I'm doing my part and I'm getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. A few weeks later. Kaput. Yep. Whoa. Now, this doesn't mean that the virus did him in. That's not what we're saying. He could have died of anything. It's just that... Hmm. It's weird. The, the correlation just got a lot of people scratching their heads. Because there he was trying to raise awareness about vac- the vaccine and to encourage others to take it. And so for him to perish just weeks after... It uh, just sort of makes you wonder what exactly is going on with this thing. (sighs) See, so now we're seeing all kinds of goalposts moving. Public health experts have stressed, for example, that it can take a week or two after the second shot for the vaccine to reach its maximum efficacy. See, now they tell us. So, um, it's just a, a big mystery for now. But I guess, you know, if you're the kind of person that believes, hey, anything is better than nothing, then yeah, by all means, the vaccine should be around here pretty soon. Go ahead and take it. And, you know, I thought that uh, when you get vaccinated, then even if you move around with no mask, don't maintain social distancing, you're okay. But then the Center for Disease Control says that people who have received both vaccine doses are still advised to wear masks (laughs) and practice social distancing and good hygiene. Okay, because when you are immunized against, let's say, polio, you do not expect to become lame at some point. Exactly. So (laughs) I don't know, but it's just sounding more and more scammy as the days go on. It's like saying... Just because you got the HIV vaccine, you should still have wear a condom when you have sex. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're like, okay, then what was the point of the vaccine then? Why not just carry on having sex with a condom if, if, the vir- if the AIDS vaccine, if there is such a thing one day, is not going to protect me from unprotected sex, then what's the point? Yeah, and get this. Experts are also saying that they have not yet figured out if people who have received the vaccine can still spread the virus even if they don't get sick themselves. So don't you just see... How, what I've been telling you for ages because what have they been promising us first they told us oh lockdown is just for flattening the curve just two weeks psh, over no problem back to life <laughs> well that didn't happen we have lockdown upon lockdown upon lockdown upon lockdown and new strains upon new, new strains, strains and then new lockdowns exactly that's what they said so then they said okay okay now guys so we're gonna flatten the curve reduce on the hospitalizations as we wait for the vaccine, because now once the vaccine comes, whoo, we will return home back run. To normal. That's we all what get vaccinated and yeah. back to life, normal life. Yes. But now they're telling us, wait, even though you get the vaccine, wear a mask, social distance. How is that normal life? <laughs> Don't go to nightclubs. I mean, dude, what's this? <laughs> That's not normal. That's not the life we'd used to know before this whole COVID thing came up. <laughs> Do you think life will ever go back to normal? 
I think it will go back to normal the day we decide we want it to. Because for too long, we've deferred all decision-making to the experts who just keep shifting the goalposts everywhere. Today it's this, tomorrow's that, tomorrow's that. And we're all too panicked to know what to do that we're just sort of obliging and jumping when they tell us to jump because we assume they have the best intentions and we assume they know what they're talking about. But as the days go by, it's becoming clear they don't know what they're talking about. They tell us to jump and all we do is ask how high. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, you might want to blame the government, but then the government also has to rely on the advice of the experts. And so if if the experts are either not clear or are sending mixed messages or are misleading governments, then... You know, you can't blame the governments for insisting on all these weird policies they're doing. So really, it rests with the medical experts who I think have done a tremendous disservice uh, in terms of mixed messaging, in terms of coming out and talking when they still are not sure of what they're talking about and disrupting the entire world economy in the process. I understand, you know, better safe than sorry. So, okay, maybe whenever they cast a doom and gloom, you know, a narrative, Perhaps we should listen and perhaps, you know, err on the side of caution. But at some point, we have to press pause and say, okay, dudes, first wait. Mm-hmm. A few things don't add up. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, just maybe, first answer us some questions before we swallow everything you tell us. And then here is the other thing. Um, in China, that was the first epicenter, actually, leave alone epicenter, where this whole charade started from. These guys have gone back to normal. Sometime last year, they even oh. had concerts. The Wuhan people were partying like we're crazy. Pa- exactly. So what is China doing right that the other countries are not doing right? And two, why is it that China has not gotten a second strain of the virus? Well, there is the fact that if they did get a second string, it may be a while before they even admitted they had Just one. Just like they had this first one and they never bothered <laughs> so, to let us know. So it's a, with China, it's a tricky one yeah. uh, when it comes to getting reliable information. But nonetheless, we're just going to have to accept as a world, as a human race, that you know what? Life just has to go on somehow. Because the only people that are benefiting from all this mayhem and confusion... The pharmaceutical... The pharmaceutical companies (laughs) and the medical establishment. It's like, I don't know if they're just high on the power. High on power, they just are control freaks, you would think. Where they, They seem to have so much glee. They take glee in just being able to watch people jumping upon their orders. But when you mention the medical establishment, you need to, you know, specify because it's not the frontline workers, it's the no. guys that own the hospitals. It's not it's even the guys that finance the researches. Yes. But you see here's the problem is that you see cuz if you look at the different layers uh, in the medical infrastructure mm. that there is Okay, so you may have, you may say, okay, CDC, World Health Organization, those are like the authorities. Mm -hmm. But what you don't know is that a lot of the research and a lot of the projects that are undertaken by these agencies are funded by private institutions. That that do not have medical training whatsoever. Well, in the case of Bill Gates, clearly (laughs) not. And yet Bill Gates funds a vast amount of projects with World Health Organization. That's right. Gavi, 
uh, global, uh, global fund, fund mm-hmm. and a number of other things. Mm-hmm. And so we don't know to which people these uh, agencies are beholden to because obviously you will sing the tune that uh, you're paid to sing. Exactly. Uh, and so when we are given all these instructions, when we are told these are the drugs and the vaccines that we must take, are they telling us this out of the goodness of their hearts or are they telling us this because the people that bankroll their projects and ultimately their salaries and allowances are the ones that may stand to benefit from, for example, certain vaccines being made mandatory? Mm. Do you see? And all I'm doing here is to, to just pose the question, see? I'm not saying that this is de- definitive, but I'm just saying this has to be part of the conversation. And for as long as it is not... We're going to just continue to run around in circles wondering why today they're saying this and tomorrow they're saying that. What's sad is that uh, as Africa and with the nature of our health uh, sector is that we don't have much of a say in this. Our leaders will take any vaccine that is given to us at a cheaper cost because at the end of the day, even the money we use to buy these drugs, these vaccines, is given to us by the guys that make the vaccines. Actually, I believe Gavi is the one going to be giving the vaccines to... He's going to be providing vaccines to African countries as well. You uh, see? So... So we, we don't even have... Um, our leaders don't even have the moral ground to ask these guys certain questions well, that they actually have to ask. This is why I salute John Magufuli. They abuse him every day. But so far, he's the only leader in Africa who is posing questions about this vaccine. Yeah, he's posing the questions, but when they are roasting the vaccines, he will use them. They are, they are roasting him. Like, they are just calling him names and saying how he's awful. And yet he's just saying, hey dudes, uh, maybe we need to slow down on this a little bit. What's the, what's, can we get the full story? <laughs> but they're like, oh, Magufuli is, is just being weird. I don't know, man. I don't know. So, it's all very confusing. For now, though, um, I just hope that sense will come out of this eventually, that uh, the people in charge of making the decisions, the politicians, you know, the government in particular, will come to the realization that at some point, perhaps life just needs to return to normal. And even though you wish to defer all advice to the medical establishment, be aware that these people are not always completely uh, unbiased and without stakes <laughs> in this game. Right, and those stakes can influence the policies they advocate. Yeah. You know, so so, so so the president just needs to keep that in mind. So next time he's got people in his ear telling him this, that, and the other, he has to first ask himself, all right, so what's the story with these people? Mm. Why, why are they all telling me to do this? You know, is it legit or is there something else going on? He needs to ask. <laughs> That's what I think. But anyway, you're listening to The Fat Boy Show. Oh, so much great music here. Stay tuned.